Should 2020 be uh, forgot? Yes. yes. Yes, it absolutely should be forgot. <laughs> Oof. Hello and welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine, the show where we keep it real to real and we talk about things in way too much detail, but it's so much fun. Yep. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Nick. I'm Kaz. I'm Dan. I'm Joss. And who do we have on the line with us today? Jean-Pierre Gignoli. Alright, Jean-Pierre joins us from Southern California, and uh, there's so much that we could bring to the table with him. Today we talk about Ghostbusters 2, and we do this and we ring out the new into the new year of 2021, uh, and we say goodbye Finally. to 2020 because the dumpster fire still keeps burning. Yeah, yeah, oh, and it's it's getting down to the real kind of gruesome stuff at the bottom. Yeah. Like, the, the dumpster fire stunk to start with, and now it's even worse. Yes. Yeah, so, Jean-Pierre joins us, um, who is a part of the Paranormal Detective, and a, um, also several other things, uh, goes by the name of MC Pierre, and uh, has probably the largest Ghostbuster collection I've ever known. Can you dive in and just at least tell us what that meant uh, for the... How big is it? <laughs> Pretty big. My life's in a little bit of disarray because uh, my wife went to school in, in NorCal and my stuff's in storage, but I have a pretty huge collection of Ghostbuster stuff. I started collecting more recently, in recent years, um... Uh, so I had some of the Kenner toys when I was a kid growing up. I uh, loved the real Ghostbusters cartoon. And oh, yeah. uh, a few years ago, I decided to just go all out and go crazy on eBay. I found a, you know, a few lots of the Ghostbusters toys from Kenner. And just bought them all. I think I spent a total of like $300. And I pretty much have the entire Kenner collection, every series that they released. Damn. A few are boxed, most are loose. Um, but yeah, the firehouse, all the vehicles, every single line that Kenner released from the glow heroes to the original ones. Um, so a few of them are missing pieces here and there, but, uh, for the most part, yeah, I have the entire Kenner collection. Um, outside of that, uh, I've collected the more recent stuff that Hasbro has released. I have the Spangler wand. Uh, I have the plasma series, all the characters, and I'm waiting for more stuff to release. So, uh, yeah, I have, I have a pretty big collection. Um, I modded the Spirit Halloween Proton Pack uh, and put in lights and sounds and made it nice. more, you know, authentic and movie-looking. Uh, I'm building a Novos Proton Pack, which is one-to-one -one scale from the uh, movies as well. So, yeah, definitely a huge Ghostbusters fan and collector. That That is one of the reasons why I jumped at the, at the chance yep. to schedule you <laughs> myself. It just the, the fact that you modded the Spirit Halloween toy... Like you fit right in with the four of us. I mean, yeah, that's that's the that's the spirit of crafting and all that. So yeah. you gotta take take what you got and just go crazy with it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I remember. I had a few of those toys when I was a kid. I remember specifically. I had the little toilet that you would roll and it would like open up yes. and it'd be eyes out of the lid. I had the football player that his back opened yeah. up. And, Holy crap, I had that. Yep, and there was like a yellow yeah. Volkswagen Beetle that turned into a weird mantis thing. Yeah. Praying mantis, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, those are the, the ones. Hunter, the, uh, the vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> those are the ones I specifically remember. I had a few others, but those are the ones I specifically remember. Nice. Uh, I watched the cartoon. Yep. Before yeah. the movies. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, think, uh, I think for, at least for me, it was, you know, I, I didn't know Ghostbusters was live action. 
yeah. for a long time. So you watch the movie, it's like, why isn't Egon blonde? Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> like, like, I knew who Harold Ramis was. I knew yeah. who I knew who all the actors were separately. And then I see that, and I see this, and I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, I like the movies way better than the cartoon. See, I didn't see the cartoon at yeah. all until I was like in my late twenties. Yeah. So. The, Whoa. Eh? Yeah. The first thing I saw Ghostbusters wise was Ghostbusters two. I didn't even see one. I didn't know one existed until like my mid teens because my mom never played it. We never saw it. I just saw Ghostbusters two <laughs> all the time. And what about the uh, what about the Hanna Barbera Ghostbusters? <laughs> oh oh God. God. Two guys and the ape. Oh. Uh. That's that's actually filmation. <laughs> filmation. My bad. No, you're fine. Yeah, that was interesting. Uh, you know, the live action one I thought was kind of funny. Uh, that's even yep. older than the, the animated one they did. I've, I've uh, seen before, clips of it. Before even the first Ghostbusters movie came out. Yep. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely interesting. Uh, the, what, the Ghostbusters before the famous one. <laughs> now, um, Jumpy, are you, um, you know, you're a. Um, you know, a paranormal investigator. Have you ever had a uh, investigation that was any way close to like something from the movies or or Ghostbusters lore? Um, I mean, the the, the reality of Ghostbusters is uh, Dan Aykroyd. I think it was Dan Aykroyd's great great grandfather was actually a pioneer in the field of parapsychology. So he used real terminology. So a lot of the things that were presented in the movie and written in the script were actually from real life like ectoplasm is a thing i've seen ectoplasm it's not like in the movie it's not like slimy like slime or anything but ectoplasm is any kind of liquid that manifests out of nowhere so um i definitely encountered a lot of the stuff that uh that they talked about in the movies and they were pretty accurate to real life so that's not surprising accurate is like a huge like paranormal like buff yeah it's also pretty big on the yeah like i mentioned his whole family yeah. was into the occult yeah. Yeah. Uh, he he in person he talked about his family doing seances back in the day and bringing over like famous psychics and clairvoyance and things to his house and they would do seances and things like that so he was very much involved in uh the supernatural side of things and in real life so that's what inspired his uh his idea for ghostbusters and he had a really hard time selling it at first for the first one, didn't he? Uh, yeah, they definitely uh, encountered, and there was a lot of rewrites because uh, they had, uh, you know, original actors plan that didn't end up panning out. So I know they did a bunch of rewrites of the script and different things up until shooting time and even during shooting. Um, but honestly, with once Bill Murray was attached, from what I heard, is when it just like. Without Bill Murray, I don't think it would have happened. He was such a big star at the time and kind of rising at that moment that once they got Bill involved with it, like, uh, they knew that that, you know, was going to get picked up. Yeah, he was huge right, at that point. Right, he was point. just yeah. off of, like, stripes and... Uh -huh. and, and um... Yep. And, he, and this one, he was just returning, too, because I think he just wrapped up Scrooged. The problem. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, he just wrapped. Yeah. He just wrapped up Scrooge, and he's like, "Okay, yeah, I'll do movies again. Sure, I'll do." I'm this. having Scrooge flashbacks now. Yeah, <laughs> and um, in the in the video games, and uh, they've entertained the idea of using his brother Joel. Oh, really? And uh, and doing it because he looks so much like him, and he sounds just like him. Huh. 
in order to do it because Bill Murray just really just doesn't want to have anything to do with it. No, nah, he's yeah. Bill Murray's yeah. gotten weird. Yeah. In 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 recent times. Well, he, I know one of the big stories about Bill Murray too. Just uh, as a personal side note to him, yeah. um, I know he had aspirations of doing more serious acting work. Uh, but he was so well known as the comedy guy yeah. that uh, they didn't really let him spread his wings and explore. And I think that's what really turned him off from doing more work is because he never was given the chance to really explore himself as a true thespian actor. It was mm. all like, well, you're the funny guy. Let's give him funny roles. Yeah. So, I mean, so. it makes sense. Yeah, so he was typecast and then became kind of bitter. And I can kind yeah. of understand yeah. that. I forget the name of the movie. He did one movie where he played more of a serious character, but it bombed, so they refused uh, to put him in any more serious it? roles. I and know. it wasn't necessarily his fault. It wasn't but, his acting. It just uh, the movie wasn't a good movie. It was so. the one with Scarlett Johansson, right? Lost, Lost in Translation. translation. Uh, I'm not sure if it was that one. It may have been. I don't remember right now off the top of my head. As uh, I understand it, movie, but it could have been. As I, I understand sure, it, that one's pretty good. I forgot good. the name right now. Yeah, it might have been Lost in Translation is something I'm thinking of. See, I've not seen it, but I, my I, my understanding is it's pretty good. Yeah, it. Um, it's, yeah, not, it's not a laugh a minute, you know, comedy romp, but you yeah. Know. But I've seen yeah. a lot of these, and I mean, he's done some of these where it's just been him being really funny, and yeah, there have been a lot of bombs that he's in. Yeah. Um, you know, one particular movie that I don't really want to say that he's in um, was a really super indie hit mm. about zombies. Oh yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. I'll I'll leave it at that because yeah, that's a bit of a, a bit of a surprise. Yeah, yeah. and uh, that itself <laughs> is, uh, and you know the three people alive, one of them's fucking Bill Murray, like that. <laughs> and I won't say anything more with that one, but he has done a number of them. At the time, um, looking at it, looking at his catalog, obviously he's known for things like Caddyshack, Meatballs, right. obviously Ghostbusters, uh, probably an underrated comedy Stripes. He was he was in Hamlet. He was in he was I in mean, Hamlet. Okay, he was yeah. in Hamlet. I mean, at wow. some at some point or another, every Hollywood actor has been in some version of Hamlet yeah. somewhere. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. See, I really liked him in the Royal Tannenbaums, and that character yeah. is a very like he plays a straight man in that yeah. one. No, he's not really that funny, but the whole movie is kind of awkward, so it's yeah. supposed to be like that. Yeah, and this movie, I mean, a lot of it was, I mean, with uh, Ivan Rettman, uh, really allowed, uh, really, really, really allowed Bill Murray to do a lot of ad lib. Oh, yeah. In that's this. Surprising. <laughs> and, you know, that's like really the only reason that would keep him around. And there's so many freaking great lines I knew that were ad libs. Especially the one there, you're small, your belly button sticks out too much, and you're, you're a terrible burden to your, your mother. mother. Yep. Like, yes. You're going to put the baby down. Wait, uh, what? Uh, uh, I just, I love that line alone because I've always wanted to say that to a child. <laughs> <laughs> just, just once as I say it when the kids don't know what they're doing. But just just remember, it may not be nice to call a child an asshole, but it is on occasion accurate. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very true. No, I mean, just from the school that Bo Murray came from, the same place that Harold Ramis, you know, Rick yeah. Manitz, and even um, 
Dan Aykroyd come from, you know, that, that Groundlings, that um, Second City, that, that background of improv, you right. know, just gave them that ability to, you know, ad-lib so many things. Um, I went to Ghostbusters Fan Fest uh, on, what was it? I believe it was uh, last year, 2018. Yeah. And uh, they showed us a bunch of dailies from the original Ghostbusters movie. And there were so many lines that they just had them do over and over again until they got one that was perfect. But there was some really funny ones that didn't make the cut. And it's like, wow, it's a, it's a testament to his, uh, you know, improbability with saying the funniest things. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who the hell wouldn't want to be in the room with them? Like. There's one other Bill Murray story I want to say is a lame claim to fame. Is one of the many times I was in New York, there's a Wendy's on Times Square where it's it's rumored the legend is Bo Murray will show up and steal somebody's French fries. Yes, I remember like, hearing that. It's like, and no one will believe you. Yeah, he'll start eating them, and people look up slowly. He goes, "No one's gonna believe you," and he walks away. <laughs> like. I went into that Wendy's and I was with a few coworkers and I just put a whole tray of French fries out. It is Bill Murray <laughs> bait. You spur, you spur Bill Murray. Yeah, just like Bill Murray's <laughs> gonna show up and French I'll just fries in this one spot in Wendy's. Yeah, just he waiting will, for Bill. Bill. It's, it's how you summon the Murray. <laughs> 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 just having like some sort of pentagram right in the middle. Or He's something. just somewhere in the five boroughs, just like I've been summoned. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I can't understand it. Uh, so let's get into the movie here. I mean, this was released June 16th, 1989. Uh, 30 to $40 million estimated budget and had $215 million uh, gross domestic box office. Oh, yeah, so it totally bombed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's what people were really looking for. I mean, and it was... It was needed. There's some of the scenes, though, my God, like, some of it's a little off, and some of it, my God, is amazing. That is amazing. The special effect of the uh, Statue of Liberty. Yep. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was That's awesome. Good. I love that special effect, especially <laughs> they're controlling it with an NES advantage. Thank you! I, if you've ever used one of those things, it's real hard even controlling Mario with yeah. that thing. It's like, imagine this thing. No, no, oh god, oh god, we're going sideways. Shit, 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 shit. But then, then there's, like, the other effects, though, like the... Uh, when the ghosts of the executed guys, it's like, why do you look like Muppets? Oh, the Muppets. They are absolutely yeah. claymation yeah. Muppets, the, the Scolari brothers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but that that is definitely a fun scene, and the and the model puppet claymation, whatever, they're it's well done. They're yeah. like, you know, de- yeah, it's, it's like great. detailed yeah. and it's cartoony. Weird. Well, I mean, that's that was like the whole feel of the of the ghosts from all of it like even, yeah. even the librarian goes to the very beginning of the first one yeah she looks normal up until she like screams and then everything's exaggerated yeah it's like that's see I, what I love about like Ghostbusters 1 and 2 is how serious they take it yes, yes. because the whole thing's ridiculous yeah but everyone's playing it seriously except for Bill Murray but that's his character. Yeah, yeah but it's yeah. not that he doesn't take the serious parts actually serious. Yes. He's like, when, oh, this shit's actually happening. Okay, but I'm going to joke about it, but I'm yeah, still going to work. He's the yeah. jester. But it's like everyone's taking it so seriously, and it's just a ridiculous situation. Yeah, I think that's what really made the comedy work. Like, mm-hmm. And, you know, we'll get into it later, but I think that's what destroyed 2016. <sighs> yeah. yeah and, and Phenomenal for, actors, terrible script. Yeah. Yeah. For, it didn't strike me as that bad. 
Yeah. There, there's a lot. I thought it was mostly people, nostalgic people, comparing it to the original or something. Well, they, they went too over the top, I think, in 2016. Yeah. There, there's a lot to it that's wrong, and also there are fixes, and uh, I think part of fantasy casting is we're going to do roles to see how we can fix that movie, too. Yeah. Because we, we owe it to the listeners, and we owe it to, uh, you know, well, four 80s babies here. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure when you were uh, born, Jean-Pierre, but... I'm well, sure you're close to me. The first one, when he was born, when the first one came out, and the first one came out yeah, in 1984. Yeah. Four, when the first right. one came out. So, but, you're right. Uh, All right. A week before I was born, so, but I remembered it from the womb, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, so. Right around with us, then. Yeah, so, yeah, you're you're right in the, you're right in the same age group, so for, for your sake and in your honor, we're going to actually roll to see if we could fix 2016 at the end of this, too. <laughs> <laughs> so I think um, so this one starts Ghostbusters 2 five years later after saving New York City from the demagogue Gozer the Ghostbusters have been sued for property damage incurred and barred from investigating Supernatural by enforcing them out of business now what the, I don't get is because the, 80s yeah how the fuck could five years have passed and then people still don't believe them when the goddamn how big was Stay Puft Marshmallow? Thank you. They must have gotten marshmallow all over them and yeah. all over their businesses. Who knows how long it took to clean up? Thank you. And they still oh we don't believe in ghosts. The yeah. human mind is phenomenal at ignoring things it doesn't want to think about. It's true. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. yeah. That, is, that is true. And you could turn around and say that the. The, somebody was doing an experiment or yeah. the government was doing this thing. It was a weather balloon and reflecting the light off the Venus. Swamp gas. Exactly. It was swamp gas. <laughs> but it, it, yes. It, but it is. I can even tell you from real life experience from investigations I've done. Oh, God. Um, no. Yep. Go ahead. house and the whole family has experienced stuff and believes it. Only one person doesn't believe and they've experienced it but they've found every possible way to... to explain it away when there's no rational explanation they're like well it was just the wind i'm like wind doesn't throw stuff across your house but okay <laughs> it doesn't turn your dishwasher on at three o'clock in the morning <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. we've had <laughs> that so, happen i think it's perfect to say that we you know we ignore what we want to and uh now absolutely absolutely now i think We've all kind of had weird experiences in our own right, you know, from pennies showing up, you know, on the floor randomly or, mm -hmm. you know, other things. Like, I had it where a week after my grandfather died, I had his uh, chair he had on his boat. And he appeared in my bedroom sitting on the chair, just waving, and then faded. And I'm like, holy shit, I'm not high. That happened. <laughs> you know, like it's there are things that just happen, and it's like you can't just whisk it away. But there's also been shit in your life that no one else is gonna believe you anyway. The dishwasher turned on <laughs> at three in the morning. <laughs> I walk for into the no kitchen, good reason. Open the door, and the minute I open the door, it stops dead, <laughs> like it had never been on. Yeah. Okay. He's so <laughs> just like. All right, ghosts, enough. I literally <laughs> went, uh-huh. I closed the door, turned around, went back to bed, and, like, you can have the kitchen. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, you have Ray and you have Winston who were, you know, Ray owns an occult bookstore, but they work side jobs as unpopular children's entertainers. <laughs> Why? Oh, he, man, 
Rahim. Yeah, like, I get this point and understand, but I can't help but feel bad. And the fact that they're dancing along to their own theme song. Yeah. <laughs> it means their theme song like, exists in this universe. Yeah. Yeah, and, right. I mean, they have yeah. merchandising. You know, the yeah. free thermal mug and the free balloons for the kids. Limit one per family. <laughs> And yeah, I was. That's, that's from this movie, though. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that started after they were back in business. <laughs> All right, fair. <laughs> yeah, but it's still just. Maybe they had some leftovers. Which you gotta imagine they had some kind of merchandising yeah. back in the first one. T-shirts or something. Yeah. 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 We saved your house. Here's a T-shirt. You see, I would have worn my Ghostbusters shirt today, but it's dirty. <laughs> oh man, huh, that's nice. 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 Is that the glow in the dark one? Uh. No, this one isn't. I, I just discovered recently that mine's glow in the dark because I was like walking down the stairs. And I'm like, huh, I'm glowing. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So Egon, played by Harold Ramis, is working in a, la- in a laboratory experimenting with human emotions. And Dr- pissing off some people needing marriage counseling. Yeah, yeah, you kind of get, you kind of feel for those I, people too. I uh, love that though because I would totally want to fuck with people like that. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. Just because like I want to see what the reaction is, I totally get like the science behind it. Yeah. So I would be that person going, huh? Let's see if we they physically manifest something because of anger. Keep it up. <laughs> Raise the temperature about two more degrees. I hate yeah. fucking with people. I want to shoot straight, you know. Yep. Not not piss people off. Yeah. I'm okay with pissing people off as long as I'm over here and they're over there. I'm like wondering, yeah. are these people going to be financially uh, compensated for this <laughs> two hour, two and a half hour wait for a supposed therapist that will <laughs> never come? Two and a half hour wait for something they think they're going to be paying for. Right. Yeah. yeah. This part. Yeah. Yeah. Oh right. God. Yeah, and you know, so would you just be the manifestation of the Michael Jackson gif with the popcorn? popcorn. Yes, like, uh huh, yup. Yeah, (laughs) just here for the comments. (laughs) Look at these motherfuckers, dude. Dude, I'm on Reddit all the time. What do you expect? No, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, 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 pretty much everybody is Egon now. Yeah. So yeah, you're on you're on Reddit for the atrocity tourism though. Yes, I. They're just going on there, just like these people are terrible. So, so Dr. Venkman is a host of a, on, a, on a television show. The World of the Psychic. Uh, how, what the fuck? Like, I, I that thought, background looks like it's straight out of the 60s or 50s. Like, it does. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's, like, it's great, though. I yeah, love it. you think like it was the leftover. Like, it reminds me of the episode of, um, of Seinfeld where uh, Kramer yes. got the Merv Griffin set out of the trash. <laughs> they just had his own talk show in his in his house, with really with really nobody with nobody really talking about it. I'm just trying to figure out if he was like yeah. on public access or if this was a cable show. Yeah, it, I felt this pain though. Like when you're in it, or like you know, I've interviewed people in the past, and you're like you talk to people, they're like, "Oh my god, this is weird." <laughs> really weird. Actually, saying something like an alien issue happened or. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what was it? The uh, the guy who wrote a book saying it's like the world is gonna end on New Year's Eve. Like, well, can you maybe He's try to right. yeah? Can you try to push it down a little push bit? Push it back yeah. a little bit, just get you know, some of the residuals back. Yeah, you maybe know? your sales are gonna go up. What the hell? Like, or something? Or like, 
you know, it's, it's not really good for you. I mean, bad for your business. But what the hell? And the lady who... Oh. Who, who learned from uh, an alien at the Holiday Inn, Paramus, that the world's going to end. <laughs> who made this... In, 2016? in 2016, it's like, okay, you were off on the months, but yeah, you weren't too terribly wrong about the year. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it might have happened, maybe, or... <laughs> And then you feel it, but you see his pain, and this is this is Bill Murray's wonderful acting. And when he's looking in the camera, he's like, and he looks, he's like, I give up. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with the day. <laughs> what are you doing? Just, just getting a dog on the camera. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's Chino. Oh, there oh. <laughs> is Chino a descriptional aide? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Because uh, right after this, he you know introduces his next uh, next episode, hairless cats. And your Jimmy was upside down when he handed him back. <laughs> that, is, that was the most chill cat, though. It's just like, yep, this is happening. Uh, All right, must be half rag doll. Yeah, I had a um, in my last job. There was a woman who I sat with next to who was a manager. And she would bring her cat in every once in a while, who was a sphinx. Mm-hmm. And, you know, no hair, nothing. And he would sit there, mind his own business. And there was a security guard who would just really not say a word. And, like, we didn't know he would talk. And he walked up, looked at the thing, and he looks at me, and he goes, That's a fucking alien! <laughs> <laughs> and he walked away. And, like... I'm just thinking. He said something. I'm just thinking, Sphinx Cat. Every time someone walks past, it asks him a riddle. Uh-huh. <laughs> thing I can think of is the poor cat's probably cold. Yeah. Most of the time he was, right? Yeah. So Dana Barrett, Peter's ex girlfriend, played by Sigourney Weaver, uh, has an infant son, Oscar, with her ex husband and works at the Museum of Art. Named after the a hot dog. Oh, right. You poor man. I really was like, who needs Oscar, but I guess there's a few Oscars out there who would yell at me, so... Oscar, yeah. Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I immediately thought Oscar Madison. That shows where my head is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oscar yeah. Meyer, so... Yeah. I think Oscar the Grouch. Yeah. And we all go to different places. Yeah, yeah well, wow. Yeah. I didn't think Oscar... <laughs> what about you, Jean-Pierre? Uh, by, by the name Oscar? Yeah. Where I go? Well, my dad's name is Oscar, so well, that's there you where go. I went, because I oh, actually hey, all right. recently met my dad in the last three years. Oh, so. wow. Cool. He was never in the picture when I was little, and uh, so that's where my mind went. It was like, that's my dad's name. I don't like that. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. All right. I'm with him, and he's awesome, so. Yeah. All right, well, then. Uh, that's a totally different meaning now. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Kind of weird because it kind of follows what the uh, kind of follows what goes on in the movie too. That was kind of a can of worms. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, so she turns to the Ghostbusters for help after Oscar's baby Charlotte seemingly by itself goes into a busy road intersection. Yeah. Just like just launches itself, taking multiple turns. I'm like, Oscar's a terrible driver. Yeah. He's just flying down the street. <laughs> to be honest, he's kind of an excellent driver because he misses everything. Yeah. And then stops right. short for a bus. I think that's funny because you see the baby is seemingly like, totally ooh, unaffected by everything. It's total chill. Ooh. And just really not looking about it. It's like, well, okay, I'm that's... Yeah. So and I, don't, I don't think Oscar cries at any point in this movie. No. Again, oh, wait, very wait. chill baby, like, yep. When okay. Vigo's holding yeah, him, he's like, ah. he doesn't like yeah. Well, look yeah. at Vigo. Yeah, that yeah, man is horrifying. If he was yeah. holding on to you, he'd 
probably do the same thing. But see, right. it's Guy? symbolism. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's the same dude. Uh, he was also one of the thugs in Die Hard. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yes, he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But all of his all of his uh, dialogue yeah. was dubbed over by Max von Sydow. Oh. Hmm. Which uh, the actor I can't remember his name. I had the IMDb, but when he when he heard that his his lines were dubbed over, he was pissed. Like yeah. he stormed out of the premiere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, I can't I can't blame him. I'd be mad too. What the hell? Is oh this yeah, crazy? wouldn't you be? I mean, yeah. Speaking of, you have Vigo the Carp the, the Carpathian, a portrait that's of a brutal 16th century tyrant and a powerful magician. And it comes to life and enslaves uh, Jonas Poha. Yeah, Janos. 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 Now, the funny thing is... Is he Jan- the boss of the museum? Yes. Or at least yeah. of that, uh, at least of that uh, department. Uh, yeah. yeah. But Janos, the actor who played him, also played is the voice of X the Eliminator on um, Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law. Yes! Yeah. He was also okay. on Ally McBeal. That's how I remember him. I think I've got the first season of it, yeah. Harvey Birdman. Yeah, I think you remember that. Well, Harvey Birdman at this time actually passed its 20th anniversary of premiere. Oh, my God. God. damn. Oh. Yeah. I it feel made me feel kind of odd, yeah. <laughs> it made me feel very, very odd, but it's just... I. It, that's a damn good show to check out. Yeah. You gotta go check it out. Or it's the, where they... He, my favorite episode is where he defends the Jetsons. Yeah, Back and, and, here, we're from the futuristic year of 2002! That's not true, though. The Jetsons are from a later period. Yeah, and they don't, they don't understand non-moving floors. Yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. Uh, so we, so the, this happens where Vigo orders uh, Janos to uh, bring him a child to possess, allowing him to escape the confines of the painting and live again to conquer the world. Because of his fatuation with Dana, he chooses Oscar. Yep. Now, there's one thing about this, like in the first movie, where you had some interesting things like Ghost possessing the Stay Pushed Puff Morph- Mort- Marshmallow. 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 Thank you. Yep. <laughs> uh, you know, possessing different people. And things happen, but also you now you have a haunted painting. Yep. Huh? It just... This world is very, very. It's in, this the the world of this of this movie series is incredibly haunted. Yeah, like, even more so it than just, the real world. It just it just all of a sudden you go shift to a painting and I'm like, how are we gonna do this? And if the first sitting in this, I mean, we usually talk about who's seen this and who's not, but we I think we've all kind of seen it at some yeah. point. <laughs> but uh, but I think it's just like it. At the first sense, and the first time you hear about this, like, okay, this is a haunted painting, you know, wait, what? But Seriously, hand- you think I, that's weird? Yeah. Wow. It's just odd compared to everything that happened in Ghostbusters 1. I don't remember what happens in Ghostbusters 1 except for Stay Puffed. Yeah. I've only seen Ghostbusters 1, like, twice. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, for me, it's just, it's just off, but it, to me, I don't know. Um, so meanwhile here, the Ghostbusters evacuate the intersection and, and excavate the intersection where uh, Oscar Stroller is. And because they find crazy readings with their machines that make the co- cool bloop sounds. Okay, yeah. You mentioned that, the, <laughs> the you know, that a haunted painting, painting is, different, is different than the god. Yeah. Have you ever heard of a dog named Robert? Yeah! Oh, Robert. yeah. Oh, oh, haunted dog. Okay. Is he a sailor dog? Look up, yep. yes, look up Robert. Because he's real. He and he is terrifying. 
Oh? Look him up. Trust me. Yeah, I got you. Hang on. <laughs> yeah. Jean Pierre, have you heard of that? Oh, yeah. Very familiar. That's Why was I looking up that? Key West. I think it's so famous because it's one of the first really well-documented dolls that had uh, associated with uh, paranormal activity. Yeah. So. Huh. I've never heard of this at all. Robert the Dolly is very upset if you if you take his picture oh, yeah, without, without like, asking, asking for permission. permission. Yeah. He gets very upset and, you, and he curses you. How does he uh, get... For me, too, being interested in the paranormal, I, I read books, you know, mm. I researched. Uh, when you love this stuff, you look for everything you can get your hands on. So, I mean, I really have done a lot of uh, my own footwork um, in finding out so many different stories, legends, histories of the paranormal, so... Well, we live in Fall River, Massachusetts, so you must have heard of Lizzie Borden. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. That's our claim to fame. Yeah. That and Emerald Lagasse. Yeah. Battleship. I, I don't claim him. Yeah. No, New <laughs> Orleans is claiming him now. Yeah. He doesn't He doesn't pretend he's from here anymore, but he is, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, there are some hauntings, too, actually. I per, we, Kaz and I personally live um, about 100 feet away from her grave. And there, have been, there has been weird stuff that happens in that area. I thought the weird yeah. stuff was multiple random crap people sometimes leave on the grave. Yeah, or yeah, like yeah. the ketchup packet. Yeah, or yeah. Or, or, Legos. Or, or Legos, or yeah, or Legos, pennies, and suddenly the pennies will move. Yeah, I I grew up near that yeah. cemetery too, so I spent a lot of time in yeah. there because I didn't really have a whole lot of friends. Yeah, I was that kid hanging out in the cemetery. Yeah, and weird stuff that will happen, or you say certain prayers, the grass will grow. You say another prayer, the grass is dead the next day. And it was a okay. po- it had a Pokemon gym. Yeah, and, and there is a Pokemon. There, gym. there is a Pokemon gym for Lizzie Borden's grave. Yeah, that's surprise me. Yeah, that um, that has happened. That's weird. So they excavate here um, when they uh, they get through it. Um, they're trying to get the band back together, basically, and they discover a it river. Doesn't, it doesn't take much. No, <laughs> they discover a river of slime running through an abandoned beach pneumatic transit system. Okay, just call it what it is. The fucking subway. Yeah, well, yeah. the original subway. Yeah. Or you could the, just go, monorail. Yeah. Monorail. <laughs> monorail. Uh, Ray obtains a sample, but is attacked by the slime and accidentally breaks the pipe, which causes the power line to go out. For the entirety of Manhattan, yeah, apparently. Like, okay, what was green screened in that? It seemed green screened, kind of. I, I mean, I mean the slime was definitely, like... It was definitely like green screened in later, but mm. like the the pipe and all that looks like practical effects to me. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, Jean Pierre, what do you think? Of, what do you think of that? I mean, was it? Um, what was green screen? What was fake to you? Um, I mean, I would agree with uh, you know what uh, what your co-host said there uh, that uh, it did seem like the pipes and stuff that they kicked uh, were real, but yeah, I definitely think. Um, you know, the River of Slime and all that stuff was probably green-screened in or added later, mm. post. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. yeah. All you have to do, really, is just put, especially for that, is just do a small model if you wanted to watch the slime run. Yeah. 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 That's true, yeah. Small That's model is another uh, option, definitely, as well. Um, hmm. You know, they could have done a small model and then green screen, maybe Dan Aykroyd hanging, and then projected uh, the small model that they filmed onto the green screen. There you yep. go. Right. Have right. Huh. That effect. Yeah, so. Interesting. Yeah, so, huh. yeah, they find the river of slime, but before they can really learn anything about it, they get arrested. 
for the first time in this movie. It happens a couple times. <laughs> I do love the fact of how they shoo the cops away. The first time? They really do that. Like, what the fuck do you think I'm working here? I'm working. It's like, oh, and yeah, you, what about you, Ziggy? Yeah. Yo. <laughs> 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 I'm working here. Like, that, like that's Boston. Yeah. In general, really. And that's, just, that's a Boston attitude with a New York accent. Yeah. And so. it's, it's something like, you know, my dad always taught me. He's like, one bit of advice, always look like you know what you're doing. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you know, entire, in its entirety, like, he's taking a safe that had $20,000 out of somebody's house. <laughs> yeah, you told me this. And then he just, and he just left with it. He's like, and nobody questioned him. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, when they are arrested, they're brought in and are, uh, they, uh, <laughs> They're uh, brought in on the trial. The judge does not believe in uh, anything Oops, paranormal. Doesn't want to hear it. Yeah, one of the okay. definitely tough judges in general. Um, now there's angry energy in the courtroom, and Judge Wexler goes af- on the. Is this after they tested the slime with the toaster? No. No, this no is it's the work. first time they noticed the slime uh, yeah. reacts to. Uh, yeah. Too. The anger in the room. Yep. Yeah, and uh, he goes on a tirade uh, against the Ghostbusters, and then it explodes, and summoning the, um, summoning, oh my god, I can't remember the name of the brother's name. The Scolari Brothers. Yeah, thank you. There, with the Scolari Brothers to come out of there, and there's beautiful animation through it, but uh, the, the what got me in this was they blew up. The judges, uh, the judges stand there. Yes, they did. His stand is on fire, but I don't see any ignition. Well, yeah. are, they were throwing lightning. Oh, oh, okay. They, yeah, they, they, they were both in the electrical chair, yeah. so technically yeah. they transferred that energy to cause the explosion. I guess. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I love, I love the facts. Like you got to do some things. Like why don't you just tell him we don't believe in ghosts? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the funny part of this is the judge is like, okay, my ass is on the line. I'm sentencing you everywhere. We're like, ah, screw it. Kate's dismissed. Just go save my ass and you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Go, go save my ass. We're good to go. And, uh, you know, so they go on the tirade there. The Ghostbusters capture the ghost. They get dismissal. And there's a, they're getting the revocation of, of, the, of the order banning them from operating. <laughs> and now they're back in business. But, of course, it's 1989. You have to have a musical montage. Oh, yeah. Oh, Here's God, the music in this I thing. I no ghost. I liked the music. I thought it was, yeah, was distracting. I love that soundtrack, to be I, honest. The soundtrack I, is gold. Another reason why they call me MC Pierre, that was like one of my first introductions to like East Coast rap and hip hop, even though I'm from the West Coast. So yeah. I love that soundtrack because of how many classic East Coast artists they have on that soundtrack. Too. Yeah, that, that, that soundtrack is great. And I'm not really a hip hop so guy, but I still love it. Yeah, it's incredibly dated, but my God. That's the beautiful part for me. Like, it is so dated, it is cheesy. It is nacho cheese inside the veins and arteries of the American heart. Oh, yeah. I love cheese, so let's go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Same, fam. It, it, it is a cheese-stuffed crust pizza. That's how cheesy it was for me. You know how they make those? Mozzarella sticks. They roll. They really? Roll, they roll uh, a mozzarella stick mozzarella like, like, a, like oh, a string cheese. String cheese. Yeah. They roll string cheese into the crust. Oh. You're welcome. Oh. I used to work for them. Anyway. Oh. Um, oh. So I have one issue with, okay. the, with this montage, though. Yeah. 
that runner ghost, aside from being a jerk and pushing yeah. people out of the way, he was just minding his own business. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He just happened to be there. Yeah. In, in reality. Although I like the way Bill Murray is just ca- casually ready to hit the door open, you know? Yep, he's just ready like, the trap, just... like, oh, and... <laughs> yeah. Like, he left that trap for people to trip on. Yeah. yeah. And he's just yeah, waiting. Really. So here's the problem I have with, with at least not the, the whole them being able to work again. Yeah. But before when they weren't be able to work at all. Yeah. Ghosts never went away. Yeah, weren't there right. still ghosts happening? Who the hell was taking care of that? And if there was enough of them, they would probably go to the you know the mayor's office or whatever yeah. to complain. Yeah. So, what? Was, Maybe the the veil between the spirit world was thinner at this time because of Vigo's doing his bad guy stuff. Well, Maybe. then it would make it. Because I figured strong. I figured no. the uptick in ghost activity was because of Vigo's doing stuff. It, oh, maybe I mean, maybe bringing it. about the and, end of the world. And the slime, the slime uh, oh, yeah, yeah, psychokinetic yeah. energy, so it was yeah. able to kind of you know, uh, it's like almost like a power source for yeah, for yeah. yeah. But I mean, and again, the like the ghosts not going away. I guess maybe when they blew up the top of that tower, they just kind of cut off like. The, the flow and like the slime brought it back or something. That's a good point. So where did the slime come from? It's just, it came it, from Vigo. It becomes oh. because yeah. there's a lot of bad energy in New York and New it, York in the eighties was a bit of a hellhole and everybody yeah. was angry about everything. <laughs> it's it's less yeah. so now. Yeah, I was just gonna say really it's just like okay, you have a bunch of people bitching about things in New York in the eighties. They're like I went to the mayor, what happened? The mayor you yelled at the mayor for something and the mayor goes the fuck you want me to do about it? Yeah. <laughs> and the mayor's like, fuck out of my office. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, you mad about something? Fuck you! <laughs> or, like, or like the... Uh, yeah. It's like, fuck yeah. you too, enjoy your day. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking, like the Robin Williams live on Broadway bit. Yep. They're here, we're getting back to being New Yorkers. Have a nice day, asshole. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, my friend, enjoy your day. Being rude and treating other people like dirt is every New Yorker's God-given right. Yeah. Uh, so... You have this one thing, and you have Janusz, who also has the ability to see in the dark. Oh, yeah. For one he's, got, scene. he's got headlight eyes, which is uh, great. Isn't that because Vigo's already kind of taken him over a little yeah. bit? Yeah. yeah. He's giving but him it, some powers. It's just like one of those, like, okay, how can we make it look like he, we know he's possessed? Not Bing. only is it little headlights. <laughs> we're going to give more to make headlights on his eyes. I'm not really sure okay. what they were trying for here, though, because yeah. uh, the only effect that got to me was the fact that he was just kind of creepy yeah. I didn't yeah. I didn't think he would ever like he didn't come off as oh I'm gonna hurt you it came yeah. off as ew you're just gross go away yeah. the character in general yeah. is just kind of a creep so you'd wonder why Vigo would actually take over someone small and not very threatening uh, because he's small and not very threatening and wouldn't fight him off when he tried yeah. to okay, take him over okay fair enough yeah now and also um Winston uh, doesn't really have a backstory of how he joined again. Yeah, like, what the fuck? He just shows up. He's there. Well, I mean, he's he's obviously been in con- in contact with Ray for the last five years. Like, yeah. they, they still talk. Yeah, they're just like, hey, get over here. You cut out, so w- which character did you mention? Winston. Winston. Oh, Winston. Winston was doing the parties with uh, Ray. Yeah. 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 They, they obviously still talk, so it, yeah. prob- it didn't yeah. take much. Like, hey, we're back in business, and Winston's like, I'm in. Yeah. Oh, am I going to get paid? Cool. Yeah. Yep. As yeah, long as yeah. there's a paycheck in it, I'll believe anything you tell yeah. me to. Exactly. 
We all know his attitude already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. Yeah, true. Literally, me. He just wants the money, really. So one night, the slime invades Dana's apartment here, attacking her and Oscar. She seeks refuge with Peter, and they rekindle their relationship. Would this movie, would things have been better or worse if the pink slime was, you know, that meat pink slime? Oh. It would have been way grosser. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're talking like David Lynch territory. Well, you, yeah. said, you say meat pink slime, and I'm starting to go into Fallout 4. Did you, did you ever find that, uh, the school that was using the pink paste? So there are a bunch of pink ghouls in the school. Oh, it was a while ago. Oh, it's it's yeah. horrifying. They're bright bubblegum pink ghouls, like, flinging themselves at you. Yeah. And I, I modded them to sound scarier, so it's even worse. <laughs> and, yeah, you're right. And, you know, this one I think is scary enough, because not only does it bend the hell out of the tub... Now, that but, effect with the tub is both goofy and terrifying. Yeah. In equal measure. It's really good, though. Even the tub, like, curves. Kind of, like, yeah. kind of bent in as it reached out. It's just like, that's, oh, God. I mean, it looked like at the point where she's running out, it looked like a giant tongue. Yeah. 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 And that's, the tub tried to eat me. Yeah. Yeah, so. our friend's bathtub tried to eat her. Uh huh. Well, don't look at me. I don't know. I don't. I don't know who these people are. Yeah. <laughs> so the Ghostbusters discover the slime and uh, reacts to emotions and suspect that it amasses from negative attitudes of New Yorkers. Mm-hmm. And there's a beautiful, beautiful scene when they're yelling at it and they're testing it out. This is where they put it in the toaster. Yep. Uh, I love the toaster scene, but you can definitely see the little springy feet that actually make it dance. Thank you. But it's you can definitely see it. But it's it's just a beautiful scene. Like I love I love seeing stuff like that in older movies. It's just like I know how you did that. (laughs) Or like watching. I think it was I can't remember what movie it was. Relatively recently, I'm like I can see the strings. That's great. (laughs) I uh I I it was uh, was, uh, Christmas Evil. Yes. It's just like I can see the strings on that van. All right. I think it's funny that it's implied. That Egon. Oh, uh, he God, used to yeah. slime his lube or something. It's like, I was stuck sleep on with that. it, did you? <laughs> Long pause. I was stuck on that for a while. <laughs> oh, Egon. <laughs> I just, I, we talked about this because this is actually. It's always to quiet. Me, it's, it's really funny, this scene, because it, it shows that you don't need to speak yeah. in order to get the joke. And you don't need it's to just it's looks just... flying across the room at each other, and that's to me the perfect, like, Perfect comedy for me is that you don't actually have to say I, a word. You you know I'm sorry. Go ahead, jump here. Sorry. Oh no, I was agreeing. I said, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Right. It's you know you know for me like the best comedy is comedy where no words are spoken at right. all. Yep. You know and just like Tom and Jerry alone. Yes. Mm-hmm. We'll say that, but that's just Tom and Jerry esque, and also like I mean you have four incredible actors alone. Oh, yeah. I just love the that, fact that they, yeah. you knew that they knew each other outside of the movies. Like, yeah. they had worked together many times before. Right. So you've got people who you already trust who yeah. are making eyes at each yeah. other because they know internally it's like, hey, this is what you did. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. I just love it. I think it's just a great scene. Is this what you guys do at night when I'm not here? <laughs> right. yeah. well, and that's one of the biggest reasons part two even happened is because they loved working with each other so much that... Everybody agreed to do a sequel, even Bill Murray at the time, even though he still was hesitant. Like I, like they said, it happened because everybody loved working with each other so much they they wanted to be together again because yeah. it was just magic the first time. So. Yeah. 
It was. I mean, it's one of those things I think in my mind is is lightning strike twice, and in this case, yes. Yeah, it kind of does. Now, there are people out there who will say that, you know, Ghostbusters 2 is garbage. And in comparison to the first one, it may not be quite as good, but I don't don't see the hate for this movie. I enjoy it. I I enjoy it, too. I mean, you've got to separate it. Yeah. Because it is two se- absolute separate entities, just happens mm-hmm. to be right. in the same universe. Right. In its own right. And, you know, uh, you know, I like it where they're fighting until Egon realizes that they're being influenced by the slime. <laughs> it's like, everybody, and- take your clothes off. <laughs> what? No, it's a slime. And they're all in their long johns. <laughs> what are we doing? And they find out that all the slime is flowing to the museum, specifically to the Vigo painting. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and I do like it where it's like you expect, um, you know, where um, Vigo is, you know, all of a sudden you see his head floating and you expect to see that we need five teenagers. <laughs> Incoming message from the big giant head. <laughs> we need five teenagers to go ahead. Alpha Reed has escaped. Oh, no, God, not teenagers. <laughs> no, not teenagers, no. <laughs> I'm from the pilot, yo. Yep. In, in the pilot of Power Rangers, they are much more harsh about the teenagers that they're, that they're recruiting. <laughs> and Trini is not Asian. Nope. She's uh, Hispanic. So they, the Ghostbusters go to the mayor to tell them what's going on. The assistant, uh, Jack Hardenmeyer, uh, has commits them to the uh, psychiatric hospital to protect the mayor's public interest. And the best part is everything they're saying is completely true, but in the in the confines of the psychiatric ward, the doctor's <laughs> like, uh-huh, yeah. the bathtub tried to eat her. Okay, again, though, <laughs> we've already established that big, crazy, supernatural shit has already happened. Yeah. yeah. So why would a doctor not believe them, especially since they're well-known yeah. as being the people who go after ghosts? But it's Bill Murray's line through True. it. Yeah. Don't yeah. look at me. I think these all are. These I guys are he, nuts. I think these people are yeah. nuts. <laughs> <laughs> they, I, I, that doctor spends all his time in the asylum. So, uh, Probably. Yeah. Tell are we sure he was even the doctor? Mm. Tell him about the Twinkie. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. How? If we, what if he wasn't the doctor? If he right. was just another patient? Right. <laughs> like he, he got his hands on a lab coat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's Tuesday. He likes to play these on Tuesday. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's less trouble to, it's less trouble to just let him do it yeah. yeah there was an episode of Bones actually where they were in a mental hospital and um, you know uh, Temperance starts talking to one of the people who she believes is a doctor Uh-oh. and it turns out he's a patient who has a delusion and thinks he's a doctor of course uh-huh. you know it's like 10 minutes into the conversation he just goes off and starts doing it he's like yeah we like to let him pretend that it's happened He it helps his mental state I'm like how? How? Keep it's up like the, the delusion. It's, yeah. like, it's like the cop from yeah. Hocus Pocus. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was thinking actually more like uh, Arsenic and Old Lace. Just yeah. let him yeah. keep thinking he's Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. <laughs> let him think he's digging the Panama Canal. It'll be fine. Yeah. We have many Teddy Roosevelts. Can he possibly be Napoleon? <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you ever seen Arsenic and Old Lace? Should I beer? Have you seen which one? Arsenic and Old Lace. Uh, no, I haven't, actually. It's a Cary Grant movie yeah. that's so good. Check it out. Classic what Cary Grant. If you like this, it's a classic Cary Grant movie that you would absolutely love. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, it, it, I, I've heard the name before, yeah. but uh, I don't think I've seen it. 
It's a comedy about and murder. A lot of the classic movies. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's one of my absolute favorites. And it's just a guy who thinks he's Teddy Roosevelt, and they're just trying to figure out. Everybody just goes along with it. Charge! Yeah. Yeah. It just it's it's worth it. It really is. <laughs> there he is. Thanks for the suggestion. I'm gonna put that down. Yeah. No, you, you should. It, it really is, yeah, is funny if you get as hell. A chance, it's totally worth. Yeah, it. it's funny as hell. There. Uh, so the uh, a spirit form of Janos uh, ca- kidnaps Oscar, and this, Dana pursues him to the museum. The spirit form of Janos dressed as a maid, essentially. Yeah. Oh. Or a nanny. I know. Yeah. It was very, that was. <laughs> that was him. Yeah. Spirit, I think, or characters that was in the movie. I didn't. I didn't understand the concept of creating it to look like. Like, I have some sort of nanny or something. I like, do. Yeah. Like, I actually get it. Baby. Really? I do, you I do? get it. Yeah, it's because if Janos went as Janos and Sigourney Weaver saw him, she would immediately know that this is what's happening. You see a, a ghost woman come down. You're not as, like, tense about it. And then she sees it's Janos when he picks him when up. he gets too close, yeah. he, she realizes she it's Janos. Like, and then she starts freaking the fuck out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What I wonder is, how did the baby get to the ledge? Yeah. Uh, uh, he's parkour? Uh, <laughs> Hardcore parkour. He's eight months old. I'm not even sure how he climbed down off the bay. Baby? Yeah. Okay, baby parkour. Okay, we we have little ones in our lives. They have done some ridiculous yes, they gymnastics. Have. They have. And They've never children... climbed out a window onto a ledge and then stood up by themselves at eight months old. Yeah. Well, well yeah, because they weren't they weren't being uh, cared for by Rick Moranis and Janine <laughs> okay, Melnick. Fair. Uh, yeah. fair. <laughs> they weren't in the Ghostbusters universe. That's why. True. Yeah. yeah right. We gave him some yeah. French bread pizza and he cut and he passed yeah. right out. Yeah. I mean, this is movie theater time machine where we think way too much about the mundane stuff. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Like, why did this happen? Because movies. Yeah. Why was he in yellow? Like, I don't know. Yeah. We're, yeah and you gotta feel good for Rick Moranis, though. I uh, love him in this movie. He's, he's soft spoken, so kind of shy, and he gets laid and becomes a Ghostbuster in his own right. Yep. And as far as he yeah. knows, he saved the day by, you know, just. Yeah. And, and the show I breaks. did it! I did it! My favorite part with him yeah. isn't even a part that he's talking in. It's when he goes to open the firehouse door, yeah. and the inside door opens up like it breaks off, and yeah. he just steps through it, walks around, closes the door again. Yeah. It's it's like a five he's, second scene, and it's my favorite scene. He's a movie. wonderful. Yeah, he keeps going in. And yeah. He's a wonderful yeah, physical comedian. Yeah. He, he is, and I mean, it's probably the sweetest man of all time. I'm I mean, so for, happy he's coming back into acting. Yeah, it, you know, now that his yeah. kids are older, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, and he's still, you guys know this about part two, but he only agreed to do a part two if they made him a Ghostbuster. Really? really? Nice. Yeah. Good nice. for him. That's the only way he would agree to do a part two. Really? Yeah. Wow. And there was a lot more scenes that got cut where he was, like, trying to catch Slimer with a proton pack in the station and stuff like that. That makes oh, a lot of man. sense. Take it into the movie. But, yeah, that's the only way he got into do part two was that you have to make me a Ghostbuster. That's the only way I'm going to yeah. do this. See, and, and Slimer being in the station, I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. was just a nod to the cartoon yeah, at yeah. that point. Yeah, but that time what, was, like, driving the bus? changed yeah. for part two because they wanted, they wanted to make sure they pulled in that young audience that watches the cartoon, so... Mm. Yeah, Slimer was a lot more active as well for um, uh, for uh, for all of it, right? I mean, in, in the cartoon, yeah. as I remember. In the cartoon, eventually, I think it was like season, I want to say seven, 
of the cartoon. The last two seasons were called Slimer and the Real Ghostbusters. Yeah. When he became kind of the main character of the cartoons. No kidding. Didn't they change art yep. style? What was that? Didn't they change art style too? And a little bit, yeah. Not dramatically, but they definitely changed the art style a little bit. Oh. I mean, and, you know, there's a lot that goes on here, but it's, like, it's definitely picking up. Like, Sigourney Weaver definitely just needs to get her baby back. And, um, ribs. don't say ribs. Damn it. But, <laughs> and all the other stuff that happens here. But, you know, the the part that gets me, again, and I said it before, but Oscar is just not affected by any of this. Nope. nope. Chillest, chill. chillest baby in the world. Yeah, really just like, oh, okay. Like, it's like, oh, I'm flying now. All right, cool. This is what's happening. Yeah. This is a thing, and, you know, it's... It, I kind of wanted him to react a little bit more. Well, I mean, he was, he was an actual baby, so trying to get acting out of an actual baby is going to be <laughs> that, That's true. Points. Yeah. No. I mean, the, the fact that he stayed calm... Or two babies, as actually. A baby, for, for the scenes that he was in, even some of the crazier stuff that looks like he's doing, I mean, it's incredible. I I recently shot a national commercial out here, I want to say a couple months ago, and uh, th there was a bunch of babies in this scene. They were much older than that, uh, you know, that actor in Ghostbusters 2. Mm -hmm. But it was it was oh, so hard trying to wrangle these kids. Like, <laughs> some of them started crying, some of them wanted to run around and explore. And, like, so watching the director and the parents of the kids... On this commercial. Uh oh. You're getting. Hang on, but you're getting choppy again. Uh, Do you need me to pause it? Yeah, pause, pause for a moment. Pause real quick. So, were the kids in the commercial again? Who's that? Yeah, I shot a national commercial a couple months ago, and there was a bunch of child actors on set, and the parents were there. And it was so difficult to wrangle these kids, and some started crying, other ones wanted to walk around and explore. So all of that stuff, like, to me, I'm impressed that that child actor, which was twins, twins uh, yeah. you know, they did so well. Uh, it was all, like you said, commenting on how calm they were almost the entire movie. <laughs> they probably swapped them out, too. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah. oh, he's being quiet right now, so here's, yeah. here's a chance. Oh, he and needs to be, you know... Or whatever. Yeah. See, and out of the twins, only one of them actually has a picture on their IMDb, but honestly, they've both only really done this movie. Yeah. I think one of them did like a short a couple of years ago, but beyond that, it was only this movie. Yeah, John Oliver on his show uh, last week tonight actually runs this theory that the Olsen twins are just one person who move very fast. <laughs> and I, I kind of wonder with this, that's the same thing. Like, it's just really two, one baby that just moves very fast back and forth and we just see two people. Sure. Yeah. And then the own thing. But yeah, it's, I don't know, wrangling children together to do one thing is just, I've, I've taught over 30 years myself and it just that alone i think just to get one baby to act and say certain things man that's wow children uh, like hurting cats yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and even with and let's see even with cats you can pretty reliably get them with a laser pointer that's yeah. you know no no guarantee on a kid yeah no no, <laughs> no. i find that they do like jangly keys though yes yeah. just like cats so right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're at New Year's Eve here, and the slime rises to the streets, causing widespread chaos. And we learn of learning of Hardenmeyer's actions. The mayor fires him, and he he uh, he has the Ghostbusters released. Now, 
Because this is Kurt Fuller as well, I can't help but think and retcon in my brain that he got he got fired and then went into the Hulk Hogan movie. Yeah. Where he basically plays Vince McMahon. I mean, yeah, I can yeah. The one movie I cannot think of the fucking name right now, but it just I don't know where he um where where Hulk Hogan plays the character Rip, which is basically oh, himself. Oh, um, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, um, over, no, over the Top? No. Yeah. No, that's, no, that's no, Sylvester that's, Stallone. That's Sylvester Stallone. That's, yeah. so, okay, hold that's on. about yeah. arm wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Okay. I'm working on it. Yeah. I'm working on it. Here. So they determined that they need positivity in, the, in there to help uh, get positivity going on around the, in, the, uh, in, in New York City. What are they going to do? They need a symbol. No holds barred. Yeah. No holds barred. Yes. Thank yes. you. Thank you. That was gonna bug me. Yeah. Um, another movie you should see. Um, so. No Holds Barred is so bad. But it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. So they need a they need a symbol, something pure, something that'll get you know all of New York rallied behind it. And turns out it's the Statue of Liberty. So for, they shoot slime at her feet, and yep. thankfully that's enough to get her walking. Because yes. she's a harbor chick. She's tough. Yeah. yeah. But to see like. She's French, you know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but to see that the beautiful thing is Cheech Marin having basically oh, no I lines in this movie, yeah. looking at it like the Titanic has arrived. Oh, yeah. Better late than never. Better late than never. All right. Yeah. Great scene. Great idea. Yeah. Better late than never. Fine. And then the same reaction when he sees the Statue of Liberty trudging through into Battery Park. He's just like. Uh-huh. All yeah. right. Yeah. I think I need some sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, well, I don't know if you guys knew this little tidbit, but originally, instead of the Titanic, they wanted to do the Hindenburg, but they just decided that the Titanic was better and that the Hindenburg would have been, like, harder to, I guess, accomplish, so... Really? Okay. It, it, yeah. It didn't, wasn't it trying to land, like, closer to New Jersey than to New York? Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the Titanic yeah. was supposed to dock in New York itself. Yeah. That's so. correct, yeah. But yeah, they, they wanted to do something big, and they were thinking the Hindenburg, but they, they decided on the Titanic, uh, you know, at the impost and what they wanted to do, so. And, I mean, it's for, um, I mean, recognition's sake. I mean, yeah. I think more people know Titanic than the Hindenburg. Mm. Yes, yeah, right. yeah. And also the details on the ghost Titanic with the giant cutout there and mm -hmm. everybody's coming yes. out of the hole. Oh, yeah. that's funny. And decided yeah. to, and that, you know, so they need there, they get the Statue of Liberty, and that this this sequence was awesome. And seeing the Statue Taking of Liberty. Yeah, <clears throat> where they're I all, sing. They're all trying to sing. I'm not going to sing either. <laughs> you know, that's why my wife likes the, likes the songs that I can sing. Huh? Yeah, why you like songs that I can sing is why you like instrumentals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say what Barry White. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was for me. Yeah, don't kill the snakes. <laughs> yeah, that's an older joke for people who don't think the Simpsons lasted this long. <laughs> don't kill the snakes at all, huh? Uh, so they're cheering through the streets and like, how does everybody know to go ahead and dance? I, uh, yeah. 
<laughs> there have been rehearsals every Tuesday. <laughs> Didn't you see the flyers? Shouldn't they be scared shitless that the Statue of Liberty's walking around? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? In, they First they saw a marshmallow walk around. Yeah. They're yeah. not phased by the Statue of Liberty anymore. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you saw it's a marshmallow? They don't even believe. I saw the Statue of Liberty. They don't even believe that they saw this marshmallow. It's... <laughs> You know, something that I something that I just thought of actually in Times Square, which is roundabout where this is. Yep. You have a naked cowboy singer. Yep. You know, dancing around who is a you know butt naked dude in in cowboy boots with a with a acoustic guitar right Isn't over he where it needs to be. Teddy sometimes. Or is that only when he's on TV? Yeah, sometimes okay. he is. And in, yeah, and in New York. And the naked cowgirl. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, the naked cowgirl who is covering everything as well. Okay. And when it's not there. And you have Elmo who beats up tourists who yell at him. You know what? I've seen video of that. That is fantastic. You yeah. came from the wrong street, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's, <laughs> it's Elmo <laughs> from <laughs> Avenue Q. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. That was perfect. Elmo hates what Elmo has to do, but Elmo has to sate his bloodlust. <laughs> and speak in the third person. <laughs> and the Statue of Liberty's dancing around. They get to the museum, and it's like, oh, this is just the perfect shot of, like, okay, they're going to do that, and she hammer fists the, you know, the opening opening into the ceiling and they get through I'm like that is awesome that is, that is definitely cool yeah. and they kind of like re they rappel into the yeah. into the room and just hose down Yanos yeah and no like, is, is he's like, gonna feel like a million bucks when he wakes up and okay. my mind always goes to the practical here yeah like my mind went when she starts walking through the water yeah can you imagine all the silt and shit that she's pulling up from the bottom? Oh, yeah. Oh. That's where, yeah. first off, that's where my mind went. So I'm like, oh, there's going to be a lot of dead bodies. Okay. There's so many bodies then, being pulled up from the bottom of the Hudson. It's like, oh, look, Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah. I was wondering, how did she manage to avoid stepping on people? Except for one, she stepped on one cop car. and yeah. Whoops. Oops. My fault. If you saw a giant statue walking down the street, I'm pretty sure you'd get out of the way. Yeah. Say, oh, oh, and here's Good thing she miraculously had joints, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we, we don't talk about that because she's <laughs> basically hollow on the inside. Shh. The other thing <laughs> we don't I, talk about that. The other thing I was thinking, though, was when they, you know, break the hole, the, the hole in the, the ceiling. Yeah. I'm like, oh, there's more property damage. Uh -huh. Yeah. Mm. At the end of this, they're going to get they're going to get the living hell suit so out of them again. again. Yeah. <laughs> because it is the 80s. So, you know, incredibly litigious. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I love it when they're, you know, they're sliming everybody here, and they're trying to stop Vigo, and he's, you know, the only way they go ahead, they stop the complete possession is simply just to move the baby a few feet. Yeah. Yep. And they go, oh, no! And then he fights to get, then he fights to get the baby back, and he does get the baby, and there's all sorts of, like, now we become one, and then everyone starts singing outside, and the power of friendship disrupts Vigo. Oh, my God. Like, okay. <laughs> you wonder what 
Have All right. Have you ever wondered where that trope started? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, it's, this is the spirit of togetherness. Oh, oh it hurts. Oh, oh, come on. I'm so evil. My heart is getting three times its size. Is it more that the new year passed, therefore his window of opportunity passed? We can say that. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, we can... is, yeah, but we never actually find out if there's like a time limit. Yeah. yeah. No. It's not like the black flame candle. You, yeah. You only have one night with that one. This one, it's like, well, it's We can try again next year. It's, yeah. it's a quarter moon on a Tuesday. This is yeah. It's like, if we put Vigo back in the back in the basement, we can try again next year. <laughs> <laughs> but how he gets back into the painting is just, it's actually a really cool effect. I like the painting effect. Yeah, I, I, I really think this is really cool. How about the painting afterwards? Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, oof. Well, uh, and, you know, he, he takes over Ray at one point, and they just, lit, like, hose Ray down, and he gets blasted out of out of Ray, and he gets shoved back into the painting, and they're, you know, zapping it and, you know, spraying it with the that. positive it, slime. It, oh, that's the pot. So they positively charged it before? Yes. It was yeah. the same slime they used in the Statue of Liberty to get it moving around, so it's, I like, just thought they had to sing in, to get her to charge positively. I think that's what it was, though. I think they were just carrying slime and because it's positive outside, because of the, the good slime music is now positive. Yeah. 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 I, I yeah. thought the slime itself was neutral. But, uh, I think I think they mentioned that, you know, that's why they were doing all the tests with it. They were saying, like, oh, you know, we can positively charge it by giving it good vibes. So <laughs> yeah. I think they probably did do something with it from the way they spoke about it beforehand. Yeah. But they needed that extra energy, positive energy to get it moving, you know. Yeah, oh, all right. everything coming from outside, it just kind of like hypercharged the slime. So they yeah. they they hose Ray down, and it just knocks Vigo out of him. He slams back into the painting, and you know it's enough to just like destroy him. And you know Ray gets back up. He's like, "Man, I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> I." Love you guys. <laughs> yeah. We gotta live with this? Oh man. That's a that's a great line. <laughs> Alright, let's go, let's go. And Yanos gets up, it's like why am I drippings with goo? <laughs> it's, it's easily one of my favorite lines in all of cinema of all time. Why am I drippings with goo? I I love I love you too. <laughs> uh, and one, one the best line from the movie though is like, where are you from? The Upper West Side? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Let's pinpoint your accent. Yeah. Where exactly are you from? So, <laughs> Chelsea. Uh, the Ghostbusters use their weapon. They free, uh, they free Ray, destroy Vigo. His portraits are placed by the lair likenesses surrounded by Oscar. In the aftermath, the uh, Ghostbusters are cheered. The Statue of Liberty is returned to Who Liberty the Island. Painting? That is a really interesting magic. question. Yeah. Magic, magic ghost? Magic. Magic, magic. The power of the power. <laughs> <laughs> They were comparing it to other artists. To, so I was like wondering, did the ghosts of the artists paint it? It's no, I magic. Think it, I think it's a fettuccine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that what he said? Yeah. yeah. All right. So that is Ghostbusters 2. Walk through here. Uh, we're going to take a brief moment to talk about 4041 Media, and we're going to come back with Fantasy Casting. Stay tuned. 
Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Sake Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much, and back to the show. And we're back! All right. Quick, uh, quick little update, 4041 Media, uh, our buddy Reclesis, uh, the Twitch streamer on there, he has recently gotten a world record in uh, his Resident Evil speed running. Uh, he might even have two at this point. I'm not 100% sure on that, but I, I was there the night he actually got a world record for one of the Chris runs. No There's so many different wow. categories, I don't remember exactly which one it was, but congrats, Corey. Way to go, Corey. Good job, man. Wow. Uh, dude, his speedruns are really getting better. Yep. Nice. Really impressive. It's just not a game I ever thought you could speedrun. Yeah. Like he, he does in 45 minutes what takes me like six hours to do in Resident Evil. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's stunning. Yeah. That's stunning. That's good to know. Um, all right. Fantasy all right. casting. Yes. All right. Uh, John Pierre, you're the guest. Do you have anything first or do you want us to go around the table first? Maybe go around the table, see if I uh, figure out the game. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. So what do you got? All right. So for Janusz, yeah, uh, one guy who we can't figure out where he's from. Oh no! Oh no! Oh oh oh! I mean, oh fuck! I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Christopher <laughs> Walken. <laughs> I, thought you were, I was Dude. expecting Wasso. I thought you were going Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. <laughs> the other man of the indecipherable accent. Even he doesn't know where uh, I wanted from. I wanted to see what could happen. So Christopher right. Walken Christopher as Janosch. As Janosch as as the Continental. <laughs> uh, that's a six. That's a no go. Shit, no. Alright. I'm not gonna so, let you do walking that way, man. Oh man. <laughs> Walking impression. I was gonna say I'll do some lines for you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, if we need a walk-in, go ahead and do it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, 4041 Media. Our patron saint is Christopher Walken. Like I try to get him into a fantasy casting in every episode. It doesn't always work, but I try. All right. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with what I thought you were doing originally. Yeah. Yanos, uh, Tommy Wiseau as Yanos. <laughs> it's like, oh hi, Beagle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is a 20, <laughs> 24. Yes. Yeah, okay. So okay. Tommy, we have another indecipherable accent. Okay. So. You know, I like you. I want to take your baby and give you to God. I make you film. Why don't you? Huh? Does he start throwing the baby around? You know, like football? <laughs> like <a> football. <laughs> oh, that's funny, Mark. Ha ha. Come on. Let's go home. Oh, hi. Your baby's name is Danny now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I did not. I did not. It's bullshit. <laughs> it's bullshit. Why don't we be does, together? Let's get married, huh? Does it start taking on the, the, the room plot? This is already so painful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but ultimately it doesn't change the movie all that much because it it's just—it's just, just another indecipherable weirdo. It's just, it doesn't change unless anything. it starts following the plot of the room. No, uh, then things think... start going real wrong. All right, <laughs> Lisa, I love you. My name's not Lisa. Lisa, I love you. My name's Dana. God damn it. <laughs> 
you got any ideas? No. No. I, I have another one, but please, I'll save this for later. Okay. Well, actually, that that was pretty much mine. I like honestly, as far as I casting had a hard goes, time in this casting one, trying to cast somebody else here. See, okay. As far as casting goes, Ghostbusters in my mind is a is perfect casting for the characters that they need to be. Yeah. We have the perfect people already. Okay. I'm going to throw a wrench into that just for insanity purposes. All right, sure. Uh, I like, uh, Sean, do you have any? I had an idea. I'm still thinking. Okay. Somebody, somebody hide the toolbox. He's about to start throwing wrenches. Garfield. The as, cat. As, okay. As, shit, as I can't remember because they drew him different in the cartoons. Oh, right, because he's... Lorenzo voice. Music. Lorenzo Music is... Uh, Okay, um, Lorenzo Music was, Peter? was the voice of Peter Venkman in the real Ghostbusters and also the voice of Garfield. Uh, and then oh. later on, later on now in the new Garfield movies, it's Bill Murray doing the voice of Garfield. Okay, that's funny. Holy crap. Yep. So, Garfield, so Garfield is, a, is Garfield a Ghostbuster. Garfield as Peter Venkman. Yes! Yeah, okay. Oop, we got 20. a 20. That's a 33, yeah. Yeah, okay, that... Haunted uh, lasagna. Haunted <laughs> lasagna. Okay. There was a me- uh, also a, a meme, like, is this a Doom level, or is this a lasagna close-up? <laughs> I don't know why I feel like that should be uh, related to this somehow. I absolutely get it. The later Doom levels literally look like oh, you're running did. through, me- like, really meaty yeah, lasagna. <laughs> At hell, at hell's lasagna. Would Garfield try to eat his way through the slime? I mean, probably. Oh, gee. Yeah. Maybe. What's the problem? I think the first Lunch. thing he would have did was try to eat it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then it would turn into the stuff. Yeah. Now, he would have oh. pitched, oh. pitched Nermal into it immediately. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Nermal is Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God! Yeah. Yes, Vigo wants to be a kitten, the cutest kitty cat in the world. But he's stuck in Abu Dhabi. <laughs> uh, Thirty. Good yeah, Lord, so that, yeah. Oscar is now normal. <laughs> oh the cutest man! Kitty cat and doesn't shut up. Oh hell! Oh man, I have one weird one I want to throw, and I'll throw it to our guest. Who might have something, but I just, I've been wanting to say this one for a little while. Okay. Uh, take the four Ghostbusters and replace them with uh, Hank, Dale, <laughs> Jim Power, and Chris. Uh, <laughs> that dangle, that dangle, ghost down to the dangle. Hey, replace them with the four guys from King of the Hill. Uh, it's That's a 20. A straight 20. All right, so. Oh. Uh, well, I tell you, Mr. Meyer, you gotta know there's ghosts coming after you. Okay, and so... And you gotta get it, because this ain't right. So there's Hank, slime everywhere. Hank is Venkman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hank is Venkman. Dale's gotta be, uh, gotta be Ray. Yes. Yes. See, I see um, <laughs> Hank as more of a... Uh, 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 what the hell's his name? Egon. Yeah. I see it more as an Egon because the one who would be the Egon of propane accessories. Blumhauser. yeah, the only one who's actually got a brain in his head. He would be Venkman, and that means um, he can ramble on, and you have no idea what he just said. That means poor, and that means poor Bill is. uh, uh, That means Bill is uh, is uh, Zedmore. Yeah, poor Winston. Poor Winston has to be Bill. (laughs) I tell you, I just want to get paid. I sell paranormal and paranormal accessories. <laughs> <laughs> yes! 
fucking perfect, man. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll tell you, this slob coming around here, this portrait does not look right, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. I say Hank is Vankman just to see him in that psychic show. So, <laughs> so you're protecting the end of the world's coming there. Were you dropped on your head? Well, you're just, just wrong. Yeah, I just don't see him being as charismatic. <laughs> no. <laughs> I watched I watched a random clip on YouTube the other day of the Japanese dub of King of the Hill and oh when, my God. when Hank goes whoa it's very very different in the Japanese dub. Oh God, what? really? Yeah, just it's it's was he a voiced of, by a woman? I don't know. It's a th it's a sight to behold. Look it up on YouTube. It's just, uh, okay. It, it's just Hank Hill's blah Japanese dub. There's a reason why I asked. Oh wait, wait, it's an idea. Rick Moranis would be Bobby. Yes. <laughs> Why does this fit so perfectly? I don't know you. I don't know. I'm just, I, uh, I'm just a tax lawyer. I don't oh, know God. you. Does that mean Luann is uh, Luann is Janine? No, Ron oh. Junior. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's say it went to a different part of the South other than so, Ireland. So, yeah. so uh, Dana, yeah. Peggy or Luann? Uh. Oh, it would have to be Peggy because yeah. of the the romance thing, yeah. like they're yeah. trying yeah. to rekindle yeah. the marriage thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Luann's like Annie Potts. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh God. Yeah, that brings uh, up a whole sort of uh, Game of Thrones twist in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think with yeah, Dana would be volunteering in Ghostbusters three to be a sex ed teacher, screaming. Then penis. who's Vigo? I <laughs> hate Hey, vagina! John Redcorn is Vigo. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't know, is he the only other character I can remember? Uh, unless, unless I will you want to take hands. over a great white man. Hey, Vigo, what you doing over there? I was just, he's just doing those cool Indian things. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> hey, Vigo, what are you doing over there? I lost my knees in the war. Oh, God! <laughs> Ego is cotton. <laughs> I'm gonna come out of this painting and I'm gonna spit at your emperor. Oh God. I'm gonna spit at him right in the face. All Damn right. it, boy! <laughs> Damn it, Hank. Uh, All right, so oh we're also that's good, Hank's wife. <laughs> we're also gonna discuss a little bit about how to fix Ghostbusters 2016. Uh, right? Yes. Okay. Alice, do you, uh, Jean-Pierre, do you have any for, uh, for Ghostbusters 2? Why not? It sounds like we're having fun, so, uh, let me <laughs> do Sylvester Stallone as Vigo. I mean, I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> He'll have his voice dubbed, too. Nah, that's a 10. Yeah, sorry, dude. You're I not just... allowed to roll anymore. All right, fuckers. <laughs> I'll, I'll roll it for you. All right, <laughs> There, the better. twenty-five. Yeah, that's better. better. Yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> fine. I'm not well, you, yes, you okay. go ahead and. Uh, <laughs> you go ahead. Uh, wife to you and mother to me. <laughs> now the thing, the thing that kind of bugs me, just thinking about it, he's he's gonna take over Oscar's, you know, body and mm. be like the new ruler. Mm. But he's got to he's got to go through teething first. Oh yeah! <laughs> How irritating would it be to be like this ma this crazy maniacal magic user and you don't have all your motor skills yet? <laughs> oh god! He didn't think this through. No. 
Oh, God, I didn't even think about that. No, take over a teenager or something. At least they can move around. Yeah. Or what if you for poop. You know, in other in supernatural toilet. universes, even in TV show Supernatural, yeah. sometimes characters that are uh, not normal human beings can grow faster and, like, they're not, they don't abide by the... Uh, normal uh, growth and time periods that human beings do. So, if that did happen, there's potential for them to use the supernatural. That's the great thing about using things that are supernatural. You're not confined to the normal space and time that yeah. right. human beings right. are. Is... So, they could potentially okay. be rapid growth and you grow really fast. This is true, but I also love the idea of a very cranky baby. It's like, Mother, Vigo demands oh a binky. Oh my god, Stewie! <laughs> yeah. Vigo demands a binky. Early family guy. <laughs> right? <laughs> You know I'm going to be ruler, don't you? <laughs> and then he just completely... That, that changed entirely by what? Season three? Yeah. And just like, no, he's just there and he can talk. Yeah. There was a yeah. there was a great line in Early Family Guy where Brian flat out asked him, what happened to your plan for ruler do, ruling world and world domination? I don't remember this And he just goes, well, I'm learning my shapes. Oh. I'm busy learning my shape. I'm busy learning my shapes, Brian. Oh, okay. <laughs> sound like... You're trying to do like Bob, like like Paul McCartney. It sounds yeah. like a little, <laughs> yeah. little Liverpudlian. Yeah, yeah, yeah my um, yeah, my Stewie impressions are kind of off. Uh, all right, so 2016 female Ghostbusters. Yeah, as I said before. That was so sad. As yeah. I said before, phenomenal actors all around, saddled with a yeah. not great yeah. script. Now, Jean Pierre, you went into this in a pretty good. Pretty good length, actually, when we, when we first talked. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, I'm, I'm just going to throw in my own first, um, if you don't mind. But I really would say if if um, Leslie Jones, the character she played, was, uh, was Winston's daughter. Yeah. And this was a continuation, and this was just, a, just, just another story in the Ghostbusters chapter. It's like, and, yeah, I, I get, I mean, I get to a point why they rebooted, yeah. but the stories aren't over. You can keep going. Yeah. That's, a, that's what yeah. Afterlife is going to be next year, right? Yeah. It's supposed to be a continuation. I think, I think so. Yeah. Is, is that true? Or I, yeah. I, I haven't looked into it. I've, it I've, is, it's I've a only... continuation. I actually just read it. Oh, yeah. okay. Because they yeah, find it's like the... continuation and there's even, I've heard they have plans of expanding it out. Uh, after this one, so. nice. hopefully it goes well. All, I, I mean, all I've seen is a very sh- brief preview where, like, the kids find the Ecto One. Yeah, yeah. out it's, in a barn somewhere. They yeah. they are they lose their house and they end up moving into their inherited grandfather's house, and that they start finding all sorts of Ghostbusters. And stuff it's like there. implied that the grandfather might be might be, it Egon. Might be Egon. We yeah. don't know anything yeah. quite it, yet. It definitely is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I, I would say really just if you do that, like, Leslie Leslie Jones is Winston's daughter. So yeah. And that would have changed the whole paradigm. So I'm just going to roll yeah. with that first. Uh, we got a four over oh, here. That's a, that's a five here. I think here, you've got so to change it a bit more. It's, yeah. It's not just her. It's, it's like it's, there's others involved. Like, yeah. Like, uh, well, making I mean, Chris, Chris Hemsworth as stupid as they did. Yeah. That yeah. drove me crazy. Now the now the the joke of him not knowing how a phone works is painful. Is is painful to watch. I know there was other people who loved that whole thing. That character was just. I mean, Chris Hemsworth is a great actor. He is super funny, but that character was just too much. 
Yeah. His name was what? His name was... I don't know. I don't remember. remember. I, no, the bad, guy was, the bad guy was Rowan. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. The bad so, guy yeah. was Rowan, because that's my nephew's yeah. name. Yeah. yeah. Um, good? So, yeah, uh, we'll go with, you know, Leslie Jones as Winston's daughter, and, you know, by, by extension, it's the Ghostbusters were a thing. Yeah. And they disbanded, and now it's like... You know, following along that, so Ghostbusters aren't all that weird. And I, you know, let's see. Ugh, even worse. I should yeah. stop rolling. Yeah. That was a seven. That was bad. Jump here. What do you think, man? What do I think? Um. Yeah. How can how can we how can we save this movie? How can you save this movie? Um. I mean, for me, it would be just. Uh, I think one of the biggest problems was they just connected it to the first one, you know, and kind of made it sound like we're redoing this. Um, that's my whole thing about it was just, I think it was really, obviously besides script problems, there were were plenty of those. Um, in general, I think what killed it is just the bad marketing. Oh yeah. Listen to how all of us are talking about Ghostbusters, even the non-hardcore fans tonight know enough about it and there's something to it and everybody kind of has their connection to it somehow. Mm -hmm. Um, when you take something like that and you, you tell people we're giving you this, you need to accept it. Um, it just, it's a bad way to present something. So I just think the way they marketed it before it released, it was, was horrible. Once they started changing the marketing after it released, then it didn't have as bad of a taste. It was called Ghostbusters Answer the Call. And then you kind of got this idea with something different. But you took something that's near and dear to people's hearts, one of the greatest comedy sci-fi movies of all time in many people's opinions, mm-hmm. and you try and change it. So for me, it would have been... If they just said this is, you know, the, the subject of Ghostbusters was something else, I think that alone would have saved a lot of the damage that, that happened with them releasing the movie. So, and again, it's not going to fix problems I saw while watching the movie, but it wasn't as bad as I thought when I when I finally actually saw the movie. Well, I mean, but there was definitely some flaws for me in it as well. Yeah. It's, it's not atrocious, but it's just, it, it tried too it hard. It could have been be, better. It tried too hard to yeah. be goofy. Yeah. More so than, like, the straight men dealing with the goofy world. It was goofy people dealing with the goofy world. Yeah. Yes. That's the, exactly. That's the major exactly. problem I had with it. It was, yeah. it was just too goofy Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was no straight players, I felt like. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, in the movie, it surprised me a little bit that Christian Wig and Melissa McCarthy weren't kind of the main focus which I thought Kate McKinnon did an incredible job yeah. With, yeah. with what she did in the movie. And that that made me a little happy because I, I kind of thought it was going to be Melissa McCarthy and Christian Wig who were going to get all of the FaceTime. And it felt like it was nice that they weren't because I think um, Kate McKinnon, like I said, did a, an incredible job and her character was probably one of the more straight ones out of all of them, yes. if I remember the movie correctly. Yeah. Yes. That's why it made her so likable in that role. Yes. Holtzman was the best character, she period. Was, she yeah. was like the one character I wouldn't want to change at all. Yeah. I would yeah. just keep her yeah. there because yeah. she, she worked completely for me. Yeah, I mean, Kay McCannon is really super underrated and I think she's really funny. I, yes. Yeah. And I, and I did love the joke about how they were going to get the firehouse and found out how much it was yeah. and instead <laughs> they were above a Chinese takeout. Which, yeah. That I liked. That was funny. That worked. Yeah. Just, yeah. That was there fine. Were bits that, there were bits that worked, but they were they they leaned way too hard into the goof. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. Definitely. Yeah, that, there's definitely stuff they took too far. And then I know just someone who, especially into the paranormal and everything, what killed it for me, I mean, and there was plenty of things, again, like I said, that I didn't like 
the most, but because I love humor and I know humor is subjective, um, I found a lot of stuff was kind of funny in there that he threw in that was really kind of off the wall and stupid and goofy enough that it was still kind of funny. Uh, but what killed it for me especially was at the end when they're finally battling the, the main ghost, like, it, it was too CGI'd. Like, when yeah. they turned it into yes. the Ghostbusters logo and then it finally grew into that, it was just like, that just didn't seem very realistic to me and kind of like very obviously, you know, computer-generated stuff. Yeah. And I heard lots of complaints from people as well that the ghosts in this movie didn't look the same like they did in the old movies and it was too too CGI, too computerized and just kind of too glowy and bright yes. you need some what people are used to. Right. You need some practical effects kind of deals. Yes. Like um, CGI is all well and good. There's a psychological thing I studied when it comes to CGI and that is uh, you cannot recreate, at least not yet, you cannot recreate um natural movement with cgi so no. the human mind always picks it out as false even right. when it's done really well it's like so, the final um, fantasy effects movie. are very important in movies still because they haven't been able to you know kind of really make it intertwine with reality that well yet and that's why polar express is so creepy it's like yeah. it's so close but it's 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 full on, you know, head first into the uncanny valley. Shouldn't that work in Ghostbusters' favor? It should, but this time around it was too CG. It like, pulled me out of the movie. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was I, noticeably, I, and I'm sorry. I fighting, would agree with you, yeah. I'm sorry, fighting their own logo at the end just smacks of a cheap, quick to market, like, licensed video game boss. Right. Right, like they couldn't get, you know, they couldn't get anything or couldn't get any rights to it. So, yeah. you know, so it's like, oh, well, let's just do this. Or like they tried or like it was a rewrite after a rewrite after a rewrite. And the only thing they could get was this particular character. So let's do this. Um, yeah. right. And I did hear a lot of production problems with that movie as well. And they had to reshoot a lot of stuff and they went over budget. And that yeah. you have executives putting their noses in movies that destroys a lot of the creativity of a movie too yes. oh, yeah. yeah oh yeah Absolutely. yeah but how is this going to play in the foreign market it's like yeah. will you let us make exactly. the movie please? yeah yeah write a damn good piece of art and you know stick to you know keep the scripts out of the boardroom yeah you know we you know we call that boardroom writing and um like it i think to your point remind me of one of my favorite episodes of south park where um Cartman uh, pretends to be a robot and goes to L.A. with Butters, and, oh, yeah. and he gets stuck in a boardroom writing Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> and he's like, Adam Sandler is a guy who is really super depressed, and he writes a book, and he drives a race car or something. We could call it Punch Truck Racing. <laughs> like, and that is one of the best things ever. Um, I think what I would say to end with this is Ghostbusters itself has had tremendous, um, a tremendous legacy over the years of you know everything, every you know in, in everything. And even in an episode where Harold Ramis, before uh, slightly before his death, he uh, directed a few episodes of The Office. And he he had direct influence on the character of Dwight Schrute, huh? And also uh, also on John Krasinski, who played Jim, and Jim's cutaways to the camera. 
Yeah. And having, you know, we mentioned with no effect and everything and, you know, how that also had influence. And I mean, there's countless influences alone in general with everything sci-fi. I mean, it's, you know, we didn't touch on really half of this movie. No. Uh, but really, it's super worth checking out. And you really should. Um, so we're going to wrap this up here. Do you have anything you want to plug? Anything you want to be able to let our listeners know about? Yes, plug your pluggables. Everything. Yeah. Sure, definitely. I do quite a bit of things, as I mentioned. Yeah, definitely a nerd on some stuff. Ghostbusters is one of those things. Uh, but I'm a rap artist. I'm a comedian. I do lots of stuff. So if you want to find out about my actual paranormal stuff, uh, my website is www.paranormaldetectives.com. My organization is called the Southern California Paranormal Detectives. Uh, we actually investigate the paranormal and all that good stuff. I have my PhD in parapsychology, just like Peter Venkman. I grew up to actually achieve one of my childhood dreams. And then uh, my main website for my entertainment stuff is mcpierre.com. That's www, the letter M, the letter C, P I E R E.com. It's mostly my rap music, but I also have links to my comedy and paranormal and all my other stuff. So, um, yeah, you can definitely check my stuff out and uh, see what I'm about a little more through that. All right, awesome. So, this has been Movie Theater Time Machine. It has been a pleasure to help you carry through 2020 the dumpster fire we will forget and we will soon put out. And yes, I just said put out. Tee-hee, <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so we want to thank you all for listening and joining us. Please feel free to share us anywhere possible. And also check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash mttm. Uh, this has been our friends here. And Jump here. thank you so much for having us and joining us. This has been awesome. And yes, to our listeners, you. we tell you, be good, take care of yourself, but don't be too good.